This is the Winning Plays Podcast on the CLNS Media Network, the leading online provider for the NBA's winningest franchise. Welcome back to the Winning Plays Podcast with Brian Robb. I am Rich Levine. The NBA draft is this week, everybody, but in Boston is all about the Brads. Brad Stevens in his first season is at the helm of Boston's front office. Bradley Beal is maybe, I think it might be more than maybe, B-Rob, but possibly, probably, whatever you want to call it, forcing his way out of Washington. We are here to sift through the rumors, find some truth, our version of the truth, whatever you want to call it. What is your version of the truth, B-Rob? How much are you believing? I mean, this is great. This is great for us. This is great. We have something to talk about. It's great for yeah. clicks. It's, is it? What, what, what's the what's the real factor? One to ten. This is a, a podcast favorite. One to ten is Bradley Beal. So I would say one one is Bradley Beal is on the Wizards next year. Yeah. Ten, he's on any other team but the Wizards. Give me your uh, number. Oh, uh, seven. Okay. Seven. I think we're nothing's set in stone yet obviously but at the same time i think it's pretty clear that there's plenty of smoke here and with the draft two days away it's pretty obvious that it makes a lot of sense for washington to to go to be able to be like hey if you're gonna ask out please do it now so we actually know what we can evaluate with these offers we're getting all around the league in terms of draft picks this year um and so the question is really now is does does Beal want to drag his feet more? Um, does he want to give it one more go for a half a season or whatever in Washington? And, you know, or does he look in the mirror and say, listen, even if we have a good first half of the season, like we're knocking out of the first round in the Eastern conference, they, we don't have any trade chips to, to add anyone important around me. And I want to start, I don't want to waste another year. So I want to get out now. And so to me, that is what, decision is going to be made in the next couple of days on that front. But I think if you look at it from that standpoint, Rich, it's kind of like, why, what's, why the way at this point? Yeah, no, I think, I think David Aldrich uh, wrote something who's obviously been in Washington for forever longer than maybe we've been alive. And he just said, he's like, you know, someone's got to be the bad guy. Like everyone wants to play nice. Like it's been a pretty, like there are a lot of like tumultuous relationships between like NBA franchises and their stars like over the year, but Bradley Beal in Washington has been, pretty cool you know he's 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 been a pretty cr- great part and you know john wall was, was was similar too before they traded him but they said you know someone's got to step up and be the bad guy you know what i mean like bradley beal doesn't want to be the one to say i want out the wizards don't want to be the ones to do to, they don't want to make it seem like they're forcing out bradley beal or getting rid of bradley beal someone's got to step up and be the bad guy um and it seems like it's getting closer you know because i think what's, what we need to do now i think it would be nice to talk about what we know is true Right. I mean, the fact that Jason Tatum commented on that Instagram story and shamrock, you know, he, shamrock he, time. He, he shamrocked it. It could just be trolling. Like, who knows? Like, we know these guys he could just be bored in his hotel room in, in, in Tokyo and be like, oh, let's just like let, let's set the Internet on fire for for a couple of days. But like that was pretty telling the word. I mean, not that it's a surprise that Jason Tatum would want Bradley Beal to be on the Celtics, but. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's a prank that you could play on a friend, but I don't know if you would do that unless you really felt that Bradley was was getting serious about making this push. Yeah, that's not that's not Tatum's style generally, and he like he'll comment on stuff on Instagram all the time, but like to do it that I don't know if that flagrantly or just that you know at a time where it's 
it's more possible than ever. Um, I think like he could have done the eyes, like he could have done the right. eyes. That would have been even more. That would have been more sort of vague and whatever. But the shamrock, like that's that that that's it's good to see too. It's nice to see that he's that he's feeling uh, uh, that he shouldn't feel a part of the Celtics, but that he's feeling the pride and well, in the, I, of the green. And I have a fault for you on that front. Did you see the other reference for a, a player that he wants back for next season? I did, Javante, right? And so. You know, it's like a joke in me, but that's also like, huh, because you look at Javante, I think I'm, I'm going to guess Brad Stevens was not a huge fan of trading away Javante Green at the trade deadline. Um, was, clearly not, a, a, was clearly a fan of him when he was on the team. Getting right. Because yeah. he's like, I think that's the ideal 15th man for a Brad Stevens team of being like, okay, yeah, he's limited, but he's going to work his ass off when he's out there and he doesn't kind of try to overreach and do other things. And yeah, he's not useful against most opponents, but like he, he can serve a role when you need him to. And again, so um, say the only time he over, the only time he potentially overreaches is when he tries to dunk from, uh, right. from he takes off within the paint. That's like, <laughs> like a literal overreach at times, but yes, he, de- he does play within himself and say clearly like got like legit minutes for, for portions of the season last year right. and didn't do poorly was, no. was, was a guy you didn't like, it's not like he, he came out and it was like Teague or whoever. You're like, oh shit, here come the here come the Javante minutes. Like, no, like he was like in today's game. Like, if you're playing an up tempo style and like he's pretty versatile. Like, I don't know, if he's like a plus defender, but he can stay with people. He can get out. He can make things happen uh, in space. So yeah, I mean, it's funny you say he's an ideal fifteenth man. Like, in in this case, he'd be a fifteenth man that you know was better than like half the bench last right. year. Right, so. but that's the problem. That was the problem with the Celtics bench last year. Like your fifteenth man was you know, your ninth player in the rotation most games. So, but from that standpoint, so that's the bigger news here to me. Like not Tatum doesn't want Beal. That's like that. That's all new. Tatum wants Javante Green. It's signaling that yes, he's he's coming back already. And so is he I mean this is something having talked to Tatum this past season, he I asked him just about, you know, trying to recruit or just trying to, you know, guide the front office or at least give his input to the front office moves. And now he's doing it, whether it's, you know, jokingly or not publicly, but the, the green thing, just to say that, I think it's like, okay, we'll see if that is, is he having talks with Brad and Brad's like, okay, yeah, we're, we're going hard after Beal. Don't worry. I'm going to trade away Carson. We're going to get Javante back in here. I'm sorry about Kemba, but we're getting your other guy back. And, you know, this, not that he's giving them the keys to the car here, but it is, I mean, if, if these moves actually come to fruition, then that kind of might tell you what's going on. For sure, and it, right, especially because it wasn't like, ooh, like let's run it back next year. I hope we can run it back next year. It, it was like we, I, what was the exact words? That we are running it back next Something year. Something like that. I'll look it up, but it was unless there's some sort of side business that they have together, could, or maybe right. they have like a like a. Like the, a the Shamrock a, was there though. A Sunday morning pickup game. Oh, oh, really? You I had believe a Shamrock so. On that one too. I think so. I'm gonna, I'm yeah, gonna look this. Look up. Look up. Look this up. Yeah. Um, yeah. In, in, in the meantime. For all the talk about, you know, you know, obviously I think that the Beal and Tatum want to play together. We know that, but isn't it going to take, when we talked about this, I think maybe two shows ago, Beal doing the Anthony Davis move because yes. when you, when you look around, I mean, shit, like people are saying, you know, Wiggins, Wiseman and the seventh and 14th, like Fuck you! Okay, we, we they're not trading Jalen for for Beal. Like right. that's not happening. I, 
Sure, anything's possible. I'm going to say 99% is not going to happen. So we don't even need to talk about that. Yeah. But so if you take Jalen out of the equation, like there are plenty of teams that can offer better packages. Right. Even if the Celtics do the motherboard offer of all first for first round picks, unprotected pick swaps, and then take your pick of the young guys on a roster with, you know, Rob and Marcus. That, right. that at least keeps the Wizards on the phone, but you think that the certainty of a, a Warriors offer that has two lottery picks or this you know, year, yeah, this year, right, yeah, this like, year, as opposed to, you know, playing a super long game on waiting on those future picks that prior are going to be in the 20s. Um, right, like, like you're giving, like you're giving the Celtics a, a very formidable threesome with, with Jalen, right. Beal, and Tatum and saying, oh, you're not expecting anything remotely close to the lottery yes. uh, when you get there. So exactly. So that play from the Celtics standpoint and maybe from Tatum's standpoint is, you know, telling the Beal, hey, like, listen, we want you. We don't have enough to get you. So you're going to have to, you know, play or tell these other teams, like, I'm not sure what I'm doing in free agency. And or just give Washington a very short list and have the other teams on your list be like the Lakers and the Heat, like teams that the Celtics could theoretically outbid with that package. Um, right. I think that's honestly the the way it happens. But whether Beal will do that or not, um, especially on this timeline this week, I mean that's that's the bigger question. Especially, I mean, it would be hard for for and again, it depends on how badly he wants to come to Boston, how badly he wants to play with with, with Tatum. Um, and maybe for Ime too. I don't know. We, we look into that relationship maybe a little bit, but like playing with Steph, Clay, and Draymond in, in a city like San Francisco, like, I don't know, man. That's, that's pretty tempting. Right. Like, why would he say no to that? Um, maybe because he really, really wants to play with Tatum, or maybe he doesn't think he's going to get enough opportunity out there. I don't know. Uh, that is, there's a case to be made for that. Um, but you're right. Like, it's, it's hard to, to know what his where his head's at, but turning down a chance to play with the Warriors um, just so you can play with the Celtics, like on the surface, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So what's what's the what's Boston's? So you said so the the, the Boston's best offer, assuming Jalen's not involved, we're probably going to say Smart, Rob, Tristan, Neesmith, and three right. future first round picks and whatever swaps yep. uh, it takes. Exactly. Like take your pick of all the young guys. We do smart. And the other thing the Southerners could theoretically do here to sweeten the offer is say, hey, I mean, that Bertans contract looks terrible. We'll take that too and give you back Al on like a short, you know, so you can at least clear that money and have your, your books completely cleared for the long term. With that said, I don't think that's enough of a, that's not like, that's a little like slight sweetener, but certainly not going to change Washington's you know, opinion of, of the deal outright. Like they're going to, the only way they take the Celtics deal is if, um, you know, Golden State decides, Hey, we don't, we're not going to offer all this reveal. Like it's just not going to work for that. And other teams that are in the mix um, don't go, don't offer as much as they could because they're not confident that Bill will resign there. That's really yeah, how the Celtics right. get through the end. And so from that standpoint, what are the odds of that happening this week? Probably not great on a short time scale, unless there's been a ton going on behind the scenes, which there could be with Beal and the Wizards right now. But the, the, the play that might help make sense for the South or might help the Celtics to say, okay, Beal decides for now. Yeah, I'm not ready to push my way out yet. And so this drags on. Warriors have to use those picks. 
a lot of other draft capital gets used that could have been offered in a deal. And then you get to midseason here and some of the Celtics assets look a little bit better. Some other teams assets look a little bit worse or just they're in a spot where they don't want to blow everything up for Beal right now. And then maybe you have a chance to make that deal midseason if uh, Beal's tank, but. Yeah. And then I guess maybe Fournier could, could maybe. Yeah. That is another part. He can, he can factor in obviously as a, a sign trade now, or, you know, obviously, you know, halfway through the season, if he has a good year, it could be another appealing piece for the Wizards. But again, it's like a 28 year old, you're trading Beal, you're getting back Fournier. It's like, you know, unless they have another deal to like to ship them somewhere else for more younger assets. That's, I don't think that's going to push Neil much either. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, and it's tough because like my instinct is to keep sort of relating it to what maybe the, the Lakers gave up for, for AD or what the Nets gave up for, for Harden. And I, I don't, I mean, Bill's certainly not AD. He's not hard. He may be a little bit closer to Harden, but he's not quite in that category. No. Right. Like, like he's, he's a all-star for sure. I think he can, he's a superstar. Like he can dominate an NBA game, like very few uh, human beings alive right now, but still I think is one notch below uh, the Hardens in the, in the, in the ADs of the world. Right. And I mean, that is the other question too, for, is there a case to be made like not to blow up your future, even, you know, if you're offering everything picks, all your young guys, Rob, Smart, et cetera, to get Beal. Is that necessarily the right player? Is there a line in the sand the Celtics front office would draw there to be like, yeah, we're, we'll give you, a, you know, two first rounders, three first rounders. We're not going to give you everything because we're not sure Beal is Brown and Tim with like nothing left around them is enough to get us to where we want to go. Yeah. So who, like, I was thinking about this a little bit, like who would be, because you still do right, so maybe Beal's not that guy, but who is that guy? Who is that guy that that might be available? One guy that I thought of, and I know this is probably a very polarizing opinion. I don't even know where I stand on it quite yet, but like, what Siakam is apparently available. Sure, he's definitely uh, available. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, for that price tag as well. I mean, it's kind of crazy, but like, who? But who else? I mean, who else? Because I because I think that could be sort of like the the stretch big a guy that can can do a lot but play down low for you as well doesn't sort of overlap as much with the jays uh but like so if it's not beal who who is it because that we've we, we've also talked about the fact that we don't think it's dame I and mean, especially if dame would in, would involve uh getting rid of jalen um but who but who is it like who who are the guys out there that would that would fit that role and turn this team into a contender i don't think it's clear who that next person is yet which is why I think the case can be made for them to just um, stand pat as far as, you know, if, if, if Beal isn't, if you don't think Beal is that guy, then you probably wait right now a season and see how everything looks and see what develops around the league. Um, because there is no obvious next. Uh, I don't think the Occam's that guy. Um, I think he is a potential good buy low option for them team, but I, I doubt Toronto would deal with the Celtics there when, you know, the Celtics assets are not, anything special um yeah and so beyond that like you know towns has come up forever that's going to be an interesting situation to watch but yeah knows, that's, that could be it that could be it in a year or two down the road but that's certainly not the case right now and then you again you just have to wait and see what i mean 
Chicago, like Levine's a guy, like maybe in the Beal mode that might be yeah, available for next year. If Beal's not, if Beal's not the guy, I don't think Levine's the guy. Yeah, and exactly. again, yeah, Levine, Levine is great, but like we're right. talking about the, the certain the same type guy. of player that this team needs. Yeah. So exactly, it's like if he if Beal doesn't check those boxes, Levine probably doesn't either. And so yeah, I think it then it becomes simply you have to wait and see who becomes um disenchanted somewhere who hits the market um you the Celtics do have the option to be able to create a max slot next offseason if they maneuver things this offseason enough and potentially dump some salary um you know whether it's Al or someone else midseason or after the season ends so they can get there so they can simply sign someone outright as opposed to have to trade everyone for them but doing that too is going to have to involve losing, you know, a bunch of player assets that you, you know, made before you wanted to. Right. Cause that, cause that's the thing too, is that like you talk about, you know, sort of waiting and see what happens who potentially becomes disgruntled wherever they are. But like the biggest difference between then and now is that like the Celtics used to have the assets that you're like, okay, no matter who comes up, we know that Ainge is going to be in a position to have one of the best offers. Right. And that we're now just, I mean, if, 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 if Carl Anthony Towns decides, you know, demands a trade tomorrow, like any number of teams have, have more to offer. I think we were taking Jalen out of the equation right now. Obviously that's a game right. changer in, in any trade offer, but like if, if, if you're keeping the Jays together, like no matter who it is, there are many more teams that, that can do it. So whereas you were now where Bradley Beal is a guy, you know, you know, whether or not it has to do with Boston and or, you know, or, the, the the best player on Boston right now. Like, th- who cares about the reason he wants to come to to the Celtics? But when you have a guy that might be willing to get cut you a break to get to Boston, like that's a situation where maybe you got to you you need to jump. You need to take advantage of this opportunity because I don't know even even I, I don't know if you have a, as good of a chance when when the other opportunities arise. Let's hear from our sponsor, Bet Online which is the fastest and easiest way to bet on your, all your sports action. We know baseball season's in full swing right now. They just got out of the all-star break, but you can get odds on that. NBA off-season stuff, NHL, UFC, real-time updated odds and props, almost anything you can imagine. So before things get going, we know you want to make some summer league bets, Rich, too. So before you oh, do that, yeah. head on over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and take advantage of the 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't sit on the sidelines. You can use the promo code CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. It's bet online, your online sports experts. Welcome to the NBA front office, Brad Stevens. This is, like you said, this is the brutal decision because of that thing you lined up perfectly right there. Like you don't know when this opportunity is going to come to next and and to your point in terms of the assets, like there are four or five teams in the NBA now that have more first round picks than they know what to do with in the long term. So you bet if another star comes available in a year or two, those teams are going to be throwing the kitchen sink um, at all, like Minnesota or whoever has the next disgruntled star. And the Celtics, unless you put Jalen Brown on the table, are just not going to be able to compete with those offers. So once again, if you have a guy who is potentially willing to angle his way here now you might not get that chance again and um you know or if you want to roll the dice in 20 
22 free agency, you can, but there's, there's no guarantees there either, unless it's a situation where Beal is just going to play out his contract and then, you know, he could potentially sign a few outright. So let's fantasize this for, for a second. So let's say we said, we said smart Rob, uh, Neesmith future first round picks. Um, let's say that happens. What are we looking at next season? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. What, what, what does that, what does this, what do the Celtics look like beyond three superstars? Well, yeah, to be honest, it all comes down to ownership. If ownership's willing to spend, they could look real good because then you could say, okay, we're bringing Fournier back. Um, and so we have a great six man to, you know, combo those. I don't know whether Fournier would want that, would be okay if that kind of a role or not. Um, but if they, I don't expect his market to be great this offseason, despite his, you know, beautiful play for Team France. Like, I was going to say, he's got to chill out in Tokyo. Yeah, chill, right. I mean, chill. <laughs> but no, but even so, like, there's just not a ton of teams with, with cap space that can make him, you know, uh, an offer that the Celtics wouldn't match, I think. So that is, so you have that. And then it's the front office trying to kind of doing, getting back to what they did, or, you know, in Brad's early days and just finding some, you know, diamonds in the rough, whether it's overseas or some vet minimum guys here to fill things Nigel out. Hayes. To, Nigel Hayes, if you will. Um, Yamadar, if he's, you know, show something during summer league. The shitty um, kid, please. The shitty kid, excuse Call me. Call him by his name. Um, and then, you know, you have, and then again, but I do think when you, if you have a group like that in place, you do have the veterans minimum deals that you suddenly are, okay, not only do we have these three guys, we have a lot of opportunity around them because we need good players. And so guys might be willing to take, not, not like great players, but the, you know, the Wesley Matthews of the worlds or whatever, the guys that are looking to get a ring, but still want to play, um, you know, you, you look to sign some of those guys to kind of fill things out of um you know your bench yeah and, and i think i think with those three i i think peyton pritchard is a very solid point guard with that with that crew right sure. like yeah if you're if you're starting if you're starting the uh beal jalen tatum pritchard and al right um I, I think pritchard becomes a very solid uh point guard when he's your presumably i mean your fourth or fifth option obviously and like and again so you said it depends on how much wick wants to pay but uh you know berton's contract is pretty shitty on washington but it's a little less shitty when he's surrounded by the potential talent he would be in boston right and that's where you could throw al into that offer and take back berton's if you want to really like you know get a guy that is you have locked in long term and then what do you do like you have like is like moses your starting center like like what (laughs) Like who? No, that's actually the center. There's a ton of centers out there this offseason that you know might not be available for the. You have to pay a little bit more than minimum, but you can get a good center for the taxpayer mid level. Um, assuming again Thompson, I, I imagine you're not including Thompson, Horford, and Rob in that deal, but it's it's certainly possible. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the at the centers. Oh, there's this guy. He he played for Chicago last year. You heard Daniel Tice. What do you think? Oh, yeah, that? yeah. He's okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, but I mean, he's not even, again, he's another sort of undersized guy, but right. you got to figure, I'm looking at the list right now. I mean, Cody Zeller probably. Right. That, that, that's the kind of guy you're like, you have to find a guy who had a bad year. So Zeller, I think, is a perfect example of being like, hey, 
come play here. You'll be the starting center. You'll be able to put up good numbers. Um, and, and then you'll get a, a big deal next year. And he's um, he can, he, if he's healthy, like he's, he's enormous. He's got skills. Like he would, he would be a, a very solid guy. I mean, he doesn't have the, the range of a, of a Brooke Lopez, but I could see him playing a, like a somewhat similar role to what right. Lopez uh, did with Milwaukee. Yeah. He's um, always, he's always heard us this problem. Yeah. Um, right. So, but yeah, like, I mean, there's a thousand, I mean, you can drum in Deadman, Oxlin, all those guys, like there's going to be, again, these are not great options or not even good options, but you will be able to find a serviceable um, center out there um, via that, or, you know, some kind of, you know, maneuvering what if whatever you have left on the trade market. What are you giving? What are you giving Andre Drummond? Um, that minimum, if that. Sorry about that. I had a quick, <laughs> quick interruption. We can, we can edit that out. Um, but yeah, what do you, what, what do you and Andre Drummond? Just the minimum, probably. I'm not giving him more than the minimum at this point after how he looks with the Lakers last year. Um, you say, hey, you want a chance to win and put up your double doubles again? You can come here. Um, but I'm not spending anything more than that on him. Um, trying to say anything, obviously, Jared Allen's restricted. Frank Kaminsky, no thanks. Rishwan uh, is Olymp- unrestricted. Olympian JaVale McGee. Hey, I mean, he's, he's, uh, the guy's got championship experience. He, right? I mean, he's, he's, he's shown that, like, he, I mean, obviously, for, there was, you know, the, the reputation he had as a younger player, maybe that was, maybe it was well deserved. But right now, I mean, he's, he, he won titles with LA and Golden State, right? Like, the guy, get, the guy, I mean, even if he's not playing necessarily, he could be a, uh, uh, just a, just a guy you could plug in. Again, you could start him for 10 minutes, play him 10 minutes a game, right? Cause that, that's, that's all you're really looking for with these centers, especially when you have Al. Um, Boban is unrestricted. Never going to say no to Boban in that right? kind of a role. So if, if, you're getting rid, if you're getting rid of Taco and you need, you need a little bit, some of that fan draw, you could, you could, could go with Boban. Uh, Ennis Cantor, no thank you. Aaron Baines will probably be available. He's got, a, I believe, a team option that Toronto's likely going to decline. So, um, yeah, again, you, you have your pick of your over-the-hill slash hurt centers will be out there. Um, one of those guys will take next to nothing to play for you in that scenario, I feel like. So, it's, again, but the – so, what, what where do you stand? You never gave me a number, though, on the, on the 1 to 10 scale – on the bill like is for this week where where yeah. are you stay on this oh for this week yeah like is he because is, is the is the assumption that if it if it doesn't happen because it, it, it makes sense that if you're like right if you're trading if you're if, if a big part of this deal and it wouldn't be as big if, if it's a celtics deal because they get as we've said a million times the draft is sort of irrelevant um but like if you're making that golden state deal like right. you're gonna want to like, some teams are gonna be out of the mix if they don't do it by the draft I feel like not everyone, but a right. good amount of teams, the, the pool of teams might be diminishing as far as suitors if they don't move them this week. Right. Yeah. I mean, unless you'd be like, you know, I, if you're, they, they could say to Golden State, you know, we kind of like this guy and this guy, if you right, want to sure. make him, that, that, that's probably a little, a little crazy, but yeah. I, so for it happening this week, it just seems, it seems too good to be true. I don't know. Just one of those things. It's like if when the season ended, not even when the season. Let's say when Danny stepped down, right? Like if someone had said to you, you know, in the next 
six weeks, the Celtics will have found a for Kemba Walker and acquired Bradley Beal while not getting rid of Jalen Brown, right? So, like, if, 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 you, if you had said this, the, big, the Celtics' new big three is Jalen, Bradley, and, and, and Tatum, like, it, it, just, it just didn't – wouldn't have felt like a reality, even though we'd heard the whispers forever. Just feels too good to be true. Oh, but I, and I don't want to take your yours and say seven. I'll say six and a half. Okay. I'll be That's I'll fair. be just maybe. a little bit more uh, grounded. And I think that you that you I think you maybe are right. Um, and has there been any conversation? Has Brad been around for media access no. at all? Like it's been sort of just radio silence from radio the silence. Radio silence. Think, and I don't know if there's anyone that you they, you know you're in touch with over there, but I haven't. You know, it's it's been quiet. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that it is, it feels more real. And it's funny. We didn't even talk about that. We got to talk to Jake, by the way, they, wait, he did our podcast last week. Yeah, sure. And then, and and then like an hour, an hour yeah. later, like dropped drops his story. <laughs> he had, he had a chance to have a winning plays exclusive and he just, he just shat it, shat it away. But, um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's fun to think about it, man. Like that would be. We, we, we were, we, we, we were kind of down. We say even, even with J, the Jays, you know, it kind of felt like the Celtics were sort of in a sort of stuck and Beal unsticks you pretty, pretty quickly, you know, like, especially with, with the state of the, of the, uh, of the Sixers right now, where it certainly seems like from, but from the reports that they haven't even been able to get in touch with Ben, like, um, and and you wouldn't think even if they trade him, like certainly, I mean, some of those those Toronto offers are comical that they were trying to get it was like Van Vliet, OG, and and a first round pick or whatever it was. You got to think that 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 the Sixers are not going to be as good as they were last year. Um, although maybe if they can somehow find a better compliment for, for Embiid, but like, I wonder how many more like actual healthy seasons they can get out of Embiid, and whether or not they might have just wasted one, even though he wasn't even particularly healthy down the stretch. But then, like you know, Milwaukee will be Milwaukee, but I think like you know that be, was sort. They're gonna be tough to run it back because they have their tax bill is gonna be huge. So even if, exactly, yeah. So that's gonna be a big. It's gonna I, their situation is almost same as the Celtics after the OA title, of like they're not they have their stars locked up, but retaining the role guys, retaining the the James Posey, which is for them probably like Portis um, or uh, Bryn Forbes, whoever, like those guys yeah. are probably going to want to get paid elsewhere. Totally. Yeah. And, and they should. And then you got like, you know, the Brooklyn is going to be Brooklyn. Like, sure. There's a chance that they could win 75 games. If, if, if everyone's there, they have the talent to do that. But like Kyrie, Kyrie is going to continue to be Kyrie. Like KD is, is older and is going to continue to, to have injuries. Same, same with Harden uh, Miami, you know, again, they're, they're sort of similar to where the Celtics are, where they have those two, they have Bam and Jimmy. And, but now like, you know, Duncan Robinson is potentially going to be out which would be a huge loss for them. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and unless, unless hero can, can, you know, reclaim his, his bubble self, or, or maybe he might be out the door. It just seems like, like the East is very much open. And, you know, we, we, we've talked about for, for most of the last year or so, how we felt that the Celtics were like a borderline, like four or five C like maybe they're going to get home court, but you, you bring Beal into the equation, even if you lose all those guys that we talked about, and I think very quickly you are talking about a top three team in the East. 
even again and you'll find like you said you'll find the veterans you'll find the pieces after that guys will want to come and be a part of that uh and yeah it it will it will be a a surprising turn of events this summer it'd be it'd be really great to see and we're gonna record this and about two hours (laughs) later he'll be traded to golden state yeah no exactly i'm gonna uh, say if, if somehow this happens if this week this happens where Bradley Beal ends up on the Celtics, it would, I, I will be, I'll say, I'll, I'll, I'll be pissed off if, if another GM is hired. Oh yeah. I mean, like how can you fucking, how, how yeah. can you have Zarin and that crew help orchestrate this situation to bring another superstar into the equation and then say, no, we want someone else to be in charge now. And so, so like if, if that happens and again, we'll, we'll see, but like, to me, that would be like, all right, what, what are we doing? Like, like let, let's just get this front office business over with, get the hierarchy in place and just move on. But, you know, we'll see what happens. We certainly will. It'll be a fascinating subplot. To watch. I'm 100% with you on that. Like um, if these guys can find a way to pull this off. And I do think though, when looking at this week, if anything, my guess, it doesn't happen this week, but if nothing happens this week, Bill, I think that is a good sign for the Celtics. You think um, that is a good sign? Yes. Because I think in the standpoint of like, you'd much rather have, you have three possible scenarios here. A, you trade for him now. B, he stays put, but you can trade for him, you know, in mid-season or, you know, potentially after the year. Or C, he gets dealt somewhere else this week. And so you can cross out. And if he gets, if he doesn't get dealt somewhere else this week, then we can talk about how, a lot of potential suitors don't have their, their offers don't look nearly as good now, you know, in a few months down the road as they do right now. So. Yeah. Maybe, no, that makes sense. Yeah. So hopefully from that standpoint, um, if this others want to keep their office, if Bill gets dealt somewhere this week else besides Boston, then it really becomes interesting for how the front office, like what's next, like in terms of team planning now, um, do you yeah, have right. do you do you keep do you keep flexibility open for a big addition in free agency or do you you know start hanging out extensions to Smart and Rob Williams and stuff and say okay we we want to and I'm not sure I don't think there's an obvious choice there um, but there is no clear next target to go after and so that that makes things challenging. Yeah, no, that's true. I think right, like you said, the more desperate Washington becomes, the better it is for the Celtics, just because they they don't have that blow you away offer anymore. Um, and yeah. And, and if, and if Beal falls through, like, again, like there are so many conversations that we know happen behind the scenes here, you know, that, you know, that, that we don't know nothing that we know nothing about. Um, and, you know, there could be some grand scheme of, but we've seen, but we've seen that happen with NBA teams over the years. So many times where like you, you your, your strategy becomes, all right, we have no one particularly, in mind, you know, with, with, with this, but we're just going to carve out space. And then when, when the free agent comes up, we're going to go out and find someone. We've seen that happen. I remember like, like Chicago many times, Orlando many times, the Knicks. And, sure. and then, then when it comes time to actually sealing the deal, you end up with nobody. Right. You know, you but, end up giving money to some shitty guy and, and you repeat the cycle and blah, blah, blah. But those teams didn't have Tam and Brown in their primes. That's very true. So That's very if, you, true. if you are, that should count for something. I mean, whether it doesn't guarantee anything, 
um, but it should count for something um, if you can, if you have a motivated, you know, all-star that wants to win as opposed to put up his numbers. And so that, I mean, we'll have plenty of time to talk about that um, as we go through. Um, all right, quick, but quick closing thoughts heading into the draft. How many, how many players do they end up with on draft night via trade or the draft itself? They have one pick. How many players, what did you say? Do they end up with after draft night? Like how many new players do they have on their team after draft night via trade or, oh, zero. We're going straight goose. Yes. That 45 overall pick not meant for no. not the light of day. No, it's going to be traded for some, for, for a future, a future asset. Brad. I have no, that's it. That was just that, my, that, gut, that, that, that was just my gut feeling. I hadn't, I haven't thought about that question for even a second before you asked it. And after that was just what came to my mind. Brad's, I'm like, I don't want to do any of this scouting. I haven't been able to watch enough tape the last no, year. Like, this. Get, get out of here. What was that game that Jake says he plays with, with his wife? With, with, oh, yeah, the, uh... right. the, the, the tower yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. I forgot to call it. Yeah. It... That's what he's going to be doing on draft. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I, you know, we'll, 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 we'll see. Um, obviously we'll see. Um, but yeah, that, 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 that's just my gut. It's gonna be like a Belichick, you know, where you guys, you, you guys will be having, cause what, that, at what time will that, will that pick come across? Probably like 11, 1130. Yeah, shit. I, it's funny. I'm usually, I'm always on the West coast. It's been a while since I've been on the East coast for a draft. It'd be a very different experience, but yeah. So I think you'll be, you'll be waiting. Everyone will be waiting the entire night. And then, you know, who, who's the, uh, the deputy commissioner these days? It's a name. It's an interesting name. It's a name that like, Is it like uh, Tatum or something like, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's something like Celtics related. Right. NBA deputy commissioner, Mark Tatum. Yeah. Mark Tatum, yeah. Uh, so Mark Tatum uh, will, will, will arrive and say that the, the deal, the it's, Celtics it's, have it's, traded the, their pick. All right. Let's close with two minutes on team USA. Did you watch the game on Sunday? Uh, I did not. No. Okay. Um, it, was, it wasn't on. It was what you have to. It was you have to pay. You have to pay to get it live. It's ridiculous. Um, oh, an American. Uh, Actually, that's super American. You're right now. Exactly. Just another streaming thing. So I think the biggest thing, um, or not the game. It's you know, Fournier obviously had a great game. Um, Tatum not on the floor in crunch time. Really. And and like for, and as the Celtics were, I mean, as Team USA was self combusting, um, did not see the floor with the likes of you know, Zach Levine on the, on the floor ahead of him. That was, that was intriguing to me after, after pop, you know, talks him up all throughout training camp, you know, him not going, him going to the guys uh, coming. I mean, Drew Holiday had a good game, but going to the guys coming straight off a plane from Japan over Tam and granted Tam didn't play great in this game, but that was like, all right, this is, I, I doubt we see that again, given how bad they looked down the stretch there. Was, was uh, Gershon out there in French time? Gershon was out making the hustle plays. He had a he had like three or four of them that we saw maybe, you know, twice in his career in Boston. But he was he he always throws his body around. And he got Fournier the go ahead three by you know out hustling Durant for rebounds. So just you know five years too late for him. But um, yeah, but yeah. So who so who was out there at the end? Dame, KD, Bam, Drew, Bam, Bam, Drew, and 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 who Levine, who had that? Who took the who took the the because I know they had a couple threes at the end that I saw the highlights. Who had that wide open baseline look? Was that Drew? I think Drew, yeah. Drew and 
and Lillard missed a bunch of open. They missed everyone missed a ton of open ones down the stretch. They couldn't. They had a thousand open shots. No one hit anything. Um, so what? So this is the this is pool play right now, right? Yeah. So they're I mean, to the top the top two teams advance. Or? Yeah. So they're good. So as long as they beat Czech Republic, they'll be in the you know the tournament round. But um, yeah, it was uh, again given given how things played out. Well, I'll be very curious. Tam's coming off the bench. I mean, that's no surprise there, but. When you, I'm surprised to see the likes of Levine um, over the on the floor over him in in these big moments when it obviously didn't work out too well. I'm looking at the the Czech Republic roster right now. It was Sadoransky's on the squad. Sure, Jan Vaselli, potential trade target Sadoransky. Yeah, Chicago. So, and then he's the only Jan Vaselli obviously played in the NBA for a second. Right. But other than that, there is a yeah. They should. They should handle them, but who knows? They they yeah. haven't handled they haven't, everything's uh, up in the air these days with Team USA. But uh, but yeah, you can stay up. I'm sure I'll be up for USA Iran on Wednesday morning at 12:40 a.m. Rich East Coast time. So that's uh, you know, Iran. Yeah, Iran. Yep. Oh, so that's so that that's that's who's okay. So the next game isn't against isn't against Czech, Czech yeah, Republic. Right. Yeah, they play Iran first, and then they play Czech Republic. I think anyone on is a. Uh, Hadadi on I think yeah Hadadi is their guy yeah so wow. you stay up till 3 a.m watching him see if he can pull off the uh yeah there are very few people that that, that I would wake up at 3 a.m to watch play hoops but that is one of them so I will definitely <laughs> I will definitely be there yeah there's no there's no one else that that we've heard of on that team probably right I don't think so oh no Muhammad Jamshidi of course of course yes uh cool great great three-point strokes <laughs> um all right that's gonna do it here for the winning place pod please rate review subscribe um hit us up at winning place pod on twitter at rich underscore levine uh i'm at brian t rob and i'll have plenty of stuff for you guys all week long at mass live as well and rich we'll we'll probably be back before free agency assuming that something happens this week that impacts us one way or another if you'll feel it's going anywhere we're going to talk about it even if it's not to boston so yes for sure Um, Stay tuned for that and uh, thanks for listening, guys.